to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 295 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along. Another week, another episode. Here we are. (laughs) And you've had a pretty rough week. I have. Do you want to talk about that at all or not or what? Uh, just there was a death in the family and I had to fly to Christchurch super early Tuesday morning. I got back last night. My brain is mush. Uh, there's some stuff in here. I don't know what most of it is. And uh, here we go. Life happens. you got to roll with it. Um, so don't say that you expect me to carry the podcast because you know that I can't handle that. I, that, <laughs> that, that, that. That wasn't coming up at all, Chris. That, that thought never crossed my mind. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I so, did... so I have no idea what's been happening around here as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair so, enough, fair enough. I, I wrote this down ages ago, it feels like now, because it was well over a week ago. So it was after we last yeah, that's recorded, right. obviously. It's probably the same day we last recorded. But it was the 1080, uh, 1980 Fortnite ad. Have you seen that? No, but I I think I know what it's about. They yeah, got yeah. pulled from the Apple Store or something? Yeah, yeah. So I love the ad. So if you see the original um, Apple ad when they were going head-to-head with... Um, with uh, uh, IBM, IBM, IBM. Yeah. back in the day, they did this um, iconic ad, and some people say it's the best ad in the history of ads. <gasps> that's what it got. Whatever. That's what it got given. Actually, interestingly enough, I'm just been reading that in the autobiography of Steve Jobs. Oh right, right. So when they showed everybody that ad within Apple, like every single other executive goes, "This is the worst thing in the world." And what happened was they said, "Pull the ads," and they had oh, really because it was going for a Super Bowl. It was a Super Bowl ad, and they had a 60 second spot and a 30 second spot. And they're like, yeah, 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 we'll do that. And they pulled the 30-second spot and sold that. And the guy that created it, he had a partnership that lasted with Steve Jobs for like 30 years. And they really got on really well. And the other guy is like, yeah, 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 we pulled it. They never did. They kept the 60-second spot yeah. and played it. And the result was? Oh, it's the best ad in the world. And it, it just blew people's minds. Yeah. So the Fortnite one's pretty cool because <coughs> it's all cartoon, like Fortnite graphics style yeah. oh, okay. and then the um the head at the beginning at the front and the do 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 it's a big apple with a worm coming out of it oh wow <laughs> it's it's worth watching i've got a link to it so um we'll put that on the um on the show notes yes so we you can will definitely check that out because they sort of and i uh, will put the link to the original so you can see both of them and see what it is but interestingly, so when I did that, that was, like I said, over a week ago. Yes. And then yesterday, uh, it was announced Apple, well, yesterday I caught up with it. Apple was is the first publicly traded company to uh, get valuation of $2 trillion. Whoa. So, you know, and so what the argument with Fortnite is, is that they're like, hang on, um, Apple is charging us 30% yes. on everything we do. Yep. Uh, and that's just wrought. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, don't get everywhere. me wrong, Fortnite's making a bunch of money. <laughs> oh, are they what? Um, but and, and they did the same with uh, Android. They said, we're yeah. not paying you all the um, things. I think it's fair enough if they paid them the original um, payment for getting in, but they're paying them for every... Microtransaction. Microtransaction. That's the word. I was trying to think of the word. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if that makes a difference with things going in. 
Well, I mean, I don't know if it will because not everybody has the money that they're making from their product to be able to say, hey, Apple, sort your stuff out, we're leaving. No, but but what they're talking about is this pushing... Congress or the FTC or no, whatever to say, no, no this is... This they is- can't even sort out corona or anything. They can't... I don't... <laughs> no. Just no. I, yeah. Not much is happening or changing in the US for yeah, anything. But, but the corona doesn't have a value. Oh, I mean, it's oh. only lives. They don't... Oh, uh, you know, see, and it's yes. mostly poor people, that's, so there's no that's value right. there. This is hundreds of millions of dollars. That's right. It makes way more sense now yeah. you've reframed it for me. <laughs> I um I've got I I I don't want to just go into the visual thing, but I have another visual thing for you to Good. watch. Good, welcome to podcasting. <laughs> okay, I'm going to imagine it in my head. Go. Oh, you will, because this is awesome. Explain it so to me. So this guy's um the Barrow of Speed. Have you heard of this? No. So it's a guy. He's done a lot of tinkering in the past, and he's this must be Colin Furs. No, it's not. It's, it's not. A, it's not. But as an English, it sounds guy. like Colin. Yeah. He um he um. <clears throat> he did a the world's fastest garden shed. What? Uh, at one point. So it's basically put wheels on it. Yeah. So the barrow of speed is he, he just set himself a challenge for COVID to see, to, to sort of inspire other people to do crazy things with um, nothing. Yeah. So he used only things at hand. He spent no money on it. Yeah. yeah. So but he's somebody, one of these guys that must have a lot of stuff laying oh, around. Oh, yeah. And a lot of time. So somebody gave him a, a, a seized moped motor. So he used that and he put it on a barrow. And so basically you got this barrow joined with something you stand on. Yeah. But the barrel's, barrow's totally flexible, right? Yeah, Like yeah, you yeah. can go up and down, side to side, whatever. And um, he's gone uh, so far, his top speed on this thing is 72 kilometers per hour. Whoa. Um, standing up, holding a barrow that can go in any direction. I've got a couple of quotes here. I love this. What um, could go wrong? The handlebars can move in any direction. Speed record set at 72 kilometers an hour. He's got the Guinness Book of Records coming to um, verify. Do it yeah. soon, and he reckons he can beat that. Um, but we'll see. And he goes, it's such an adrenaline rush. All you're trying to do the whole time is not crash. <laughs> and then he goes I believe it can go faster If it doesn't kill me first <laughs> That's right That's right Good 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 Good. So anyway there's a, I found Because I had to see this thing So I, I found a YouTube clip Which we've got a connection to It's, it's quite a long one Because it's a I think it's like a car magazine type, You know TV thing Yeah And this, they get this guy Who is the presenter To write it And he's going This is nuts This is a <laughs> Insane. It's really, it's really quite funny. So I do, I do want to uh, check that out because it's. it's hey, you just funny. reminded me of something, and I don't think I noted it down here. Hey, last week we talked about Simon Cowell breaking his back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On an e-bike. Yes. They're not one hundred percent true. Oh what? So no. So for some reason they've gone down the. E- I I I did have a new site that I was quoting on that. No like, no no. I didn't no. make that shit up. No, you didn't. You didn't. But so this guy did a post for a big publication, and he said. It seems like for some reason they have gone down this e-bike path. It was an electric motorbike. Oh, okay. The fastest electric motorbike you can get that can go 60 miles per hour. He was riding that and he crashed that. That makes a little more sense. And this guy in this post said they really, really need to differentiate between the two because this is not a good look for e-bikes as such. Because this thing looks like a motocross bike. 
Like, yeah, I know the I know the type you mean. Yeah, you can get them at AliExpress, where you can get all things of fine value. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Chris has been box spending up large the last week. Yeah, just a little. What? If, what? If, what? You were telling me you've ordered a microphone. Is uh, there more stuff coming? No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. really? Just the microphone. Okay, right, just okay. checking because. <laughs> You just never know. <laughs> but I have got a few things like the uh, e-bike, uh, e-motorbike on my uh, watch list. Wish, wish list. Watch list, yeah. Um, you know, for when I win the lotto and stuff. Um, <laughs> have you heard about Ollie Andrew? I want to say it sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. I can't it's place a, it. It's a Nutriset. It's a what? what was that? I've forgotten the word now. Pharmacy. Pharmaceutical. Nutraceutical. It's a nutraceutical. Um, so which, nutritional supplement? Yeah, sort it? of. Oh, what yeah, is it? Effectively. I don't know, but it cures, um, it cures um, COVID-19, according to some guy, some grifter. Um, who, who Everybody loves these grifters. They come out of the woodwork with an amazing thing. I mean, here in New Zealand, we've got the guy at the Natia Water Park uh, place. He's still selling his uh, bleach. He was the guy that was selling it to Colin Meads to cure his cancer. Um, but he's still got it there, apparently. So that's oh good. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Yeah, so he's a biotech entrepreneur is, is the quote, yes, unquote. But yes. grifter. Grifter is the word, We need right? to bring back grifter more often. People need to have that on their business cards. Yeah, because, you know, the reason I heard of him is because he managed to get uh, access to uh, Mr. Trump. No, um, through through, uh, through Mr. Twitter? Trump's one of Mr. Trump's biggest colleagues, the My Pillow guy. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the My Pillow guy. The My Pillow guy is visiting Trump every freaking day. Pretty. What's much. What's the My Pillow guy? He's an entrepreneur slash grifter who sells My Pillow on on uh, TV. What is happening with the world? <laughs> so Trump's like. Maybe we can get the FDA to fast track uh, Oleandrel uh, as a cure for COVID-19. Can, can they just... I'm just laughing at Sam's expression on his Oh, yeah, my right eyes now. are rolling back. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> Can't they just take out Trump? <laughs> he, yeah, he, I think he, that'd be the cure for He COVID. slipped in the bathroom and hit his head. <laughs> completely believable. All good. <laughs> yeah. Send in yeah. someone. Oh, yeah, but, but um, oh, I haven't got this written down, but Isn't on he... the Trump thing, have you heard anything about the Michael Cohen book? Because you've mm. been out of touch. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. So My- Mi- Michael yeah. Cohen's writing a book. <clears throat> okay. And it was interesting because the news story I was watching, American news story, they said uh, Michael Cohen always made it very clear that he was not going to give up the rights to the book. And there was all these clips of him in front of judges and that. Uh, we, uh, um, not judges, uh, the Senate. Congress, Congress, Senate, whatever, whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, they're going, we would like your um, firm uh, commitment f- commitment no. not to write a book. And he went, no. <laughs> All he did every time was lean into the microphone, no. <laughs> so he's writing this book called Disloyal. Okay, and yeah. <laughs> And it's cleaning up all the messes and stuff that uh, the president uh, did for for years uh, before presidential things, including the Golden Shower in Las Vegas. This is a new one because the one that had been the other recorded one, was in Moscow. Yeah, the other one was Russia, I think. Yeah. yeah so okay, um, so he's right into all this stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god. So maybe <clears throat> having him drown with some yellow stuff in his mouth. I don't know. So when's when's this book due out? Uh, they've just started teasing it, so I reckon it'll be a month or so. I, 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 I didn't, they didn't give a date. That's, yeah, that's that. 
I'm going to talk about the brain dead pigs, and then that might lead into John. Maybe, maybe, maybe. brain dead pigs. What's up with them? Is it a name of a band? Is it actual <laughs> pigs? Is it some actual sort of pigs. tech product that I don't know about? No, it's actual pigs. Yeah. I, there's this wonderful photo. I don't know why. Uh, I don't no, know oh, Jesus. I didn't even see that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a quarter a past pig. seven in the morning. And it's just weird. <laughs> Is it? It's such a weird looking pig. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, researchers hope that technology. Oh, okay. So Yale scientists resource cellular function in the brains of 32 dead pigs. Oh, okay. That's so, interesting. Then. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so zombie pigs are coming. Cool. Who yep. had that down for 2020? <laughs> pretty much. Um, researchers at Yale School of Medicine successfully restored some functions to pig brains that had been dead for hours. They Now, where's the stuff here? What they did was they took these brains. They'd been dead for hours, um, 32 of them. They removed the brain, and then they connected 32 pig brains to a system called BrainX. Of course. And it had, it had the power of... Th- how, how powerful is it? Wow, it's 32 pig brain powerful. <laughs> Holy shit, the world's not ready for that. <laughs> brain X is an artificial perfusion system, P-E-R-F-U-S-I-O-N, which I don't know what that means. That's the ones I go for. That is a system that takes over the functions normally regulated by the organ. All oh, right. So the pigs have been killed four hours earlier. Their brain's completely removed from their skulls. Brain X pumped, in, pumped an experiment. Experiment solution into the brain that essentially mimic the blood flow. Okay. It brought oxygen and nutrients to the tissues, giving brain cells the resources to begin many normal functions. So the cells started uh, consuming and metabolizing sugars. The brain's immune system kicked in. Neuron samples could carry electrical signals. Some brain cells even responded to drugs. Cool. Zombie pigs are coming, people. Prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and they're talking, and, oh, and they managed to keep some brains alive for up to 36 hours. Wow. So you might not have to wait too long to survive the zombie holocaust, because if they all drop dead, yeah. dead again. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's up good. To 36 hours, that's quite good. You just have to survive for two days. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, then there's all, this thing goes on and on. This is quite a scientific uh, thing that I've got here. But there's a whole piece going on about the ethics of it. We were very careful that there was no cognitive reasoning or we're going to unplug them immediately. Yeah. Uh, we, we just wanted to see what the functions is. And, and the other ethical things are, because this is what they're looking at, well, when somebody carks it and you want to harvest their organs, you just pump their brains full of brain eggs and keep them alive for indefinite, just keeping the organs going. Ah, um, yeah, yeah okay. that sort of thing. Make a human um, fridge. But then there's a whole lot of, yeah, but there's a whole lot of, um, like, yeah, well, will we just be pumping brain X into people? Actually, I know a few people who can do some brain X. A, a little top up, a little, little top up of brain X. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Maybe that'd help them. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. I, that, that's enough of that. But um, yeah, it's pretty creepy, actually. I uh, so I was at a, I was in a ICU ward. Well, I wasn't in. I was visiting ICU ward, and I was in a hallway. And further down the hallway in the middle was like a recovery room for people coming out of surgery. Um, one of the operating theatres was on that floor and I was sort of standing there and this guy just walked out in his gown and he was followed by three, I think one doctor, three nurses. And they're like, John, John, where are you going? 
And he goes, I am going to the other floor. I am going to get my clothes. And that's what I'm doing. They're like, no, you've just woken up. And he goes, I don't care. You cannot tell me what to do. This is what I'm doing. And then he sort of was wandering around. And then he went to the the lift. And they had to keep the door open so he couldn't go anywhere. And then he came out and he shoved one of the nurses pretty hard. And she, they said, you can't do that. And he goes, I do whatever I want. Then they how, went, how old was this guy? Oh, 50s. And then they went and got a wheelchair and they followed him down the corridor. And I don't know where he ended up. But um, they're like, look, we know where your clothes are. We're going to go get them. And then we can let you see... It must have been his wife they were mentioning. And he goes, no, nope, I'm going to do that myself. And uh, he was very- you make him sound like John Cleese. I've just got John Cleese yeah, in my no, mind. No, he was very, <laughs> very, very determined. And then, yeah, they followed him for ages. And I don't know where he ended up because I didn't see him come back. Oh, man. So, yeah. It, it does remind me of what I said the other day about the bathroom codes, right? Yeah. You know, when people wake up and then um, pull all the plugs out because they need to go to loo or whatever- and it's just car kit because that stuff's keeping them alive. Yeah, he seemed... So it must be really disorienting if you pass out and then you wake up in hospital. Have you ever blacked out or passed out or anything? No, not that I know <clears> of. <throat> oh, I mean, alcohol. Yeah, no, I I think I've shared the story of me blacking out at Les Mills before, eh? Yeah, in the, yeah, 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 yeah. In the naked on the floor yeah, yeah, in the uh, changing rooms. Yeah, wonderful. Um, but yeah, that's disorienting enough. But then to come to in a totally different environment would just, yeah, that would freak you the hell out. It sure would. You know Rather what? Rather than just lying on the floor naked with a whole ring of faces looking down at you, that's uh, you know normal what? ass. You know what wouldn't freak you out, Chris? What? A bunch of blow-up mushrooms. <laughs> so we've got a group here in Hamilton, Boone Street, Street Art, whatever, Boone Street Art, group i don't know what they're called anyway they uh they do all the once a year the big murals that get painted around hamilton to help make hamilton slightly less crappy i don't know if that's possible but it does look pretty cool when the artists oh, come don't in. be down on hamilton bro. um i'm always down on hamilton when i go somewhere else and they're doing it better <laughs> yeah true i know uh <laughs> so uh no they bring in some artwork last year they brought in these big metal dodecahedrons or whatever the shape was i don't know what they were and they lit up this year they said the mushrooms were coming and i think it's an actual art it is an actual art installation from somewhere uh i thought in the lead up to it i've seen some photos i thought they were solid mushrooms i don't know why i thought that i just thought they were big solid mushrooms turns out they're just blow up inflatable mushrooms they light up you can go and check them out I think they're still all operating. I'm not 100% I, I sure. I saw them the other day. Yeah. Because they're up during the day as well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mm. Some of them got damaged because people were like crashing into them, like kids were running into them. And now some. Because they're inflatable. And we've trained kids. That's what they do with them. Uh, inflatable anything. Inflatable object as they run at it. Yeah. And uh, some of them have been slashed. They've been cut. So they've had to remove those ones. And it's a bit sad. I don't know what the insurance sort of situation is going on there. Uh, we'll see how many are left standing at the end of this installation. Uh, I assume they've got some security there now. I'm not sure. But you would want security there because there's sometimes uh, some questionable people in the centre of Hamilton. Uh, yeah, often. I wouldn't be surprised if someone's living in one somehow. They're in it. <laughs> Give you or shelter. eating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, check that out if you want, Hamilton uh, Garden Place. Yeah, speaking of um, average... Uh- Oh, really? Oh, what a segue. (laughs) Sam and I, when we went to Christchurch... Start of the year, January. 
Yeah, start of the year. Yeah, I was going to say, when was it? Uh, it seemed like over a year ago. I know. I know. It's so, so much has happened since January. Um, so we went down to Christchurch, and we I think we talked about the amazing library they have there. Yes. And they had a recording studio, and it looked like a... Recording studio. as recording studio. Yes. So anyway, um, I Sam was still away. I was here in Hamilton. I went, uh, had some lunch at um, Ick Burger, and I was typing away I on my computer. I couldn't think of the name of that place the other day. Yeah, yeah. Eat Burger. And I was, well, actually, I was in the pub next door having a beer with my yeah, Eat yeah, Burger. Yeah. But I was typing away on my computer. I had some uh, videos I wanted to do, and the first step was to record the audio. So as I left there, I went past the library, and I remembered they've got, a new recording studio in there. They built a whole area where there's a whole bunch of different things as well. Yeah, yeah. So there's, um, they had 3D printers it's in there. It's a makerspace, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, that's probably their Their, their iteration of a makerspace. So I popped in and I said to her, oh, what's what's the story with the um, recording studio? And I could see there's some guys ar- around it um, at the end. She goes, oh, yeah, it's booked at the moment. Actually, it... The, their booking finishes in like 10 minutes or something, um, and it's not booked. Do you want to book it? And I'm like, yeah, do you need my ro- library card? Because I don't think I have it on me. She goes, no, no, what's your name? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Got your library card here. Yep, all good. All good. So well, that's I'm good like, that okay. that process is nice and yeah, simple. Yeah, so that was pretty simple. And so I sat down, and I was watching these these boys. I say boys were 20s or something. Same thing. Um, they, um, they were rapping and stuff. So there's a window from the side that they're, they're looking at and they've got a computer in front of them and they're sending the tunes in off the computer and the guy inside is rapping off to that and then um, then he'd come out and they'd play it and go, oh, yeah, it was really cool and they'd send somebody else in and, no, oh, it's all right. She goes, you've only got a minute left, boys? Um, oh, okay, time's up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's all good because oh, cause the time slot is two hours. Oh, wow. That's it. Because she goes, oh, yeah, uh, you can have it from two to four. I'm like, I'm going to need that long. Actually, it took me an hour, which is a little longer than I thought. But we will talk about that. So uh, the boys take off. Um, She was busy with something like, I don't know, she had her hands full of something or something. And so she got somebody else to grab her swipe card to swipe. To let you in. So nobody told me anything about how anything worked. Yeah. I looked at the computer before I went, and I went, I don't know how any of that works. It's an Apple. I don't know what's Yeah, it's on. probably just GarageBand, I think. But Yeah, yeah. I, yeah but I'm like, cool. I, I don't need that. I had my own recorder in my bag, and of I course. had a, my own little microphone in my bag, which yeah. I carry with me at all times. Um, right. So so I sit down in there. I, so this, in the room, there's an electronic ju- drum kit yep. with a little stool. There's a keyboard, which neither of these things were being used by the last crowd. There's a... A, a microphone on a stand standing up. The pop filter yeah. was mesh, like wide mesh. I'm like, that does nothing. Oh, <laughs> that, I've never seen one like that. Yeah, Normally they're... I was like, well, it looks more like a, what do you call the cage that you put things in? Yeah. Yeah, one of those. Um, <coughs> so, okay. Anyway, I was like, oh, oh, I was going to use a nice mic because whatever so anyway i used my own little lovely mic and, and recorder put my laptop because there's nothing to put anything on so you can't put your words on something and read it or anything so i put my um laptop on the edge of the uh, keyboard sit on this little um, drumming stool and spoke into that and i'm talking away and then suddenly there's all these voices coming in from the next room hey how's it going what are you doing oh, rah, rah, rah. i'm like and there's 
this is not soundproofed at all. And then I look behind me and this wall, I thought was a wall, is a window with a blind down. So we all know how much transmission of noise windows don't make. Um, yeah, no, useless. And then somebody starts banging things against the window. Oh, good, like, good, good. I'm What's re- happening in there? Let's I'm slap re- the window. I'm restarting the freaking da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. So it took me an hour to record my six little uh, two-minute video things. Wow. Um, so you could have almost come home and done it in the high-quality podcast studio that's built here, that we're in right now. Absolutely. It would have been better. I just thought, oh, I'll try it and use it and see what it's like. So uh, if you want to write, record something, don't use the uh, Hamilton Library. Yeah. Good um, to know. What have you got coming up? I've got one more thing I oh, want to talk about. Yes, go. My world changed this week. Did it? What happened this time? Have you seen the Little Chopper Horrors? The original? Like... The, the, the 1980s... Movie. 1986 movie. Feed Me Seymour. Yes. Yes. All right. So, I saw that. The very first time I saw that was the, the premiere in New Zealand. I was going to say, when it came out, little Chris Hanlon was there. I, I wasn't little. I, was, I took the day off work. <laughs> I stand not, by my statement. Little Chris Hanlon was, went along. What? It was 1986. Um, so, I've been working for years. Um, but, yeah. So, what happened was... Um, my mate, me or my mate, I forget which one, rang into a radio station, got access to the champagne breakfast showing of Little Shop of Horrors, Friday morning champagne breakfast. Oh, yeah. Friday off work. I Exciting think I times. A, pulled a second win and it was mind-blowing. And, it's, and the animation was amazing for 1986. Yeah, 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 I bet. Like, holy crap. Yeah. So anyway, it's one of my favourites. It's a musical, if you're not aware of that. That's right. and, and I do like my musical, so that's cool. So I know the songs quite well, and I play it fairly regularly. So I've got a, a, a DVD upstairs with oh, it. Oh, yeah. And so I've watched it, I don't know, hundreds of times might be... Okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the other day, Thursday night, I went, oh, I'm going to watch Little Shop Horrors. I can't be asked going to plug in the... Yeah, DVD switch out player the and all yeah, that. Okay. I'll just and I was in my bedroom, so I was like, I'll just stream it. Yeah. So I streamed it. I streamed what appears to have been the director's cut. Holy crap! It's a different movie. My God! Like so. Like, anyway, I'll tell you what happened. So this you've seen it. So this makes sense to you, right? You get towards the end of the movie. Um, Seymour goes out, says, "I'm not going to feed you any more to the plant." And the guy goes, "Well." He goes, I'll go and get you some meat from the butchers or something. And the guy, yeah. plant goes, yeah, all right, you go. And then the plant rings up the girl, yeah. Audrey, and Audrey comes over and Seymour comes back just as the plant's chomping on the girl. Yeah. And he pulls her out into the um, alleyway and then somebody talks to him in the alleyway and saying, hey, I want to give give me the rights to the plant and I'll sell it all around the world. And he goes, oh, my God, it's all about world domination. And he goes in and he fights with the plant, you know, big song and stuff, and the plant pulls the building down and you think Seymour's dead and his hand reaches out, grabs a wire, puts the yeah, wire onto okay. the plant and it explodes and that's the end of the movie. Yes. No, that's not how it was filmed. Okay. <laughs> so it's really dark. <laughs> it's actually quite dark. So what happens in this version, which changed my world. I cannot express how much this changed my world. What happens is um, he comes back and the plant's chomping on um, the chick, on Audrey. So Seymour grabs Audrey out yeah. and takes her out into the, the, the alleyway where she dies. Oh. 
Oh, okay. Then he's got the motivation to... No. Oh, no. Then he goes back in and feeds her dead body to the plant. What? Yeah, I know. And he lays her on and gives her a kiss and the plant swallows her up. And then he goes across the alley and up onto the roof and is um, on the edge about to jump and commit suicide. Yeah. Which is pretty dark on its own as well. And then uh, this guy is on the roof uh, and saying, hey, I've got a clipping of the plant. I'm going to sell it. And he goes, no, 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 you can't do that. And he goes, I can do whatever I like. There's no... um, you know, patent on, on a plant. Yeah. I've already got the clipping. So he goes down to fight the plant. This whole back end is another, like, five to ten minutes on the film. Yeah. Goes back down, fights the plant, gets buried in the rubble. Uh, no, he doesn't get buried in the rubble. The plant eats him yeah. and spits out his glasses. Oh. So Seymour's dead. Yeah. Uh, Audrey's dead. And then for the next five minutes, there's huge plants all over the United States, Statue of Liberty, frickin' um, San Francisco Bridge, these armies, helicopters, tanks blowing them, and the plants win and they wipe out humanity. Right. There we go. Holy crap! I'm just like, what the? What's happening? Anyway, it was brilliant. There we go. Uh, <laughs> always good when you see some new additions to the thing that you like watching. God, I- how can I only have just found this out? What is it? Twenty four years later. I I have no idea. Oh, thank God for the internet, right? That's right. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> anyway, what am I up to? I have a. Uh, I'm speaking at the Emerging Innovation Summit on um, Friday, and it's about three o'clock our time. It's one one o'clock, I think, ish. Um, Melbourne time. Uh, yeah. So I'm virtually speaking, obviously. Very good. Um, yep, and that's pretty much us. Um, we're still working out what we're doing with the TEDx Recurra, whether it's going ahead on the 20th of September, which is what I'm pushing for. Go ahead, rain, shine, COVID or snow. And uh, if necessary, that will be just a live stream if I have my way, but that might not, I might not have my way. Well, I'll see out. how we go. Uh, yeah, and of course, if people want to find out more about your speaking, check out chrishamlin.nz. Yes, Sam helped me with that website last weekend, and it is looking pretty spiffy. Yep, and uh, I've got some weird business meeting coming up, talking to someone that wants to do collaboration with potentially the op shop directory. Don't really know what they do, but I know they just got $8 million of funding. So probably should have a talk with these people. Um, <laughs> take, take the meeting. Take yeah, the meeting. Uh, yeah, no, we'll see how that goes. And uh, that's pretty much it. So uh, enjoy the rest of your day when you're listening to this. Have an amazing week, and until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.